Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you for joining us on the broadcast, or maybe you're listening on the podcast. Thank you for doing so, for sharing it with others, and for your feedback. Sure appreciate that, the encouraging, sometimes questioning and challenging, but that's okay. Appreciate it. It's all uh, good. So I want to thank to all those who are sticking with us through these powerful but not always easy messages. Uh, Jesus never promised it would be easy, but simply that he would be there to empower us and see us through. And he is faithful. Yesterday's episode was about how we are sanctified in Christ by the surgical work of his spirit using his word. And as I said, this is not always easy, but it's always and certainly worth it. If you missed it or any of the previous episodes, maybe this is your first time or first time in a while, or if you're a regular and just want to listen again or share it with someone that you know could benefit from these messages, you can go to loveandlordship.com, loveandlordship.com. That's our website. Now, if you're watching the video, don't put the ampersand in there right there, okay? Don't put that in. Spell it out, love, A-N-D, lordship, altogether.com, and you'll find a lot of things there. You can read, listen, watch. There's tabs there that you can do that. You can go to the Vimeo icon, the Podbean icon specifically for these Authority of Love messages and some others. You'll find a lot of others on there, or you can read uh, the articles on the read tab. So uh, again, appreciate you doing that and connect with me at love and lordship. Once again, A-N-D, love and lordship at gmail.com. And let me know what you think. Good, bad, or ugly. I can take it, okay? I've got thick skin. But uh, I certainly appreciate the encouragement and those who have taken the time to comment or to send an email or, or let me know when I see you out in public. I, I certainly appreciate that. Yesterday's message was entitled Intercessory Introspection. And it was about how the Holy Spirit uses God's Word to go deep in our hearts, minds, and lives to root out those things that keep us from being holy and place within us all that Christ has given us to make us holy. This is God's will and desire for our lives and can be done in no other way. This is our working out part of salvation. Philippians 2, 12 through 16 talks about that in several other passages, but I think it's most succinctly talked about there in Paul's letter to the Philippians in what we know as chapter 2, verses 12 through 16. Christ has saved us for this purpose and God has called us to it that we would be obedient and that we would work out the salvation that he has put in with fear and trembling for him then in our, in our submission and our sacrifice, for him to then will and act according to his good pleasure. Now, we don't hear a whole lot about that in our churches. And even when we do from time to time, it's, we, we gloss over these kind of scriptural truths. It, when that's done, it's done with very little follow-up on discipleship or accountability. How are we going to truly make disciples if, as I mentioned yesterday, we remain on only milk? This is what every believer is called to, and we've been given all we need in Christ, His Holy Spirit, and His Word to make it a reality if we choose to love Him. Well, of course I love Him, you say, but His Word in John 14, 15 says, If you love me, you will keep or obey my commands. That's the proof in the pudding. We get the choice. He doesn't demand it, but he says, if you love me, this is what it looks like. So with all of that said and in mind, where does our devotional series lead us to today? 
I think you'll find that as we continue to study and grow, that today's message is one of the most difficult and yet powerful lessons that we have to learn as Christ's disciples. And we need to help others learn it as well as we disciple them and then they disciple others. After all, that's the final command that Jesus gave before he left earth the first time, right? The Great Commission, we call it. I believe it is one of the most strategic and successful schemes of our enemy, Satan, not only in our personal walk and development as disciples, but in the teachings and messages in our churches. So much of what we say and don't say is based upon this because we're too concerned about what others may think or as the title of today's message found on January 11th there in myutmost.org, if you're following along there or in the book on January 11th, the title is What My Obedience to God Costs Other People. I really love how Oswald Chambers draws lessons from scriptures in ways that at least cause me and I hope you to stop and think, and especially in the deeping, deeply moving picture that we find in today's scripture, and then how he uses that in the devotional. In Luke 23, 36, if you know that near the end of Luke, you know about where we are in the life of Christ. The text says this, they laid hold upon one Simon and on him they laid the cross. Mm, does that conjure up a picture in your mind? Make you pause and think? Oswald Chambers says in his devotional, if we obey God, it is going to cost other people more than it costs us. And that is where the sting comes in. If we are in love with the Lord, with our Lord, obedience does not cost us anything. It is a delight. But it costs those who do not love him a good deal. And maybe we could say a great deal. If we obey God, it will mean uh, that other people's plans are upset and they will jibe us about it. That's a good old English word. It means you, they, they won't let us live it down easily, right? You call this Christianity, they say? We can prevent the suffering, but if we are going to obey God, and remember from our study in uh, uh, the Authority of Love book and our teachings here on the, on the broadcast, if we are going to obey God, remember, obeying God is loving Him and agape love that He gives to us and we are to return to Him and then be used in all other relationships is preferring God above all else. I cannot love if I'm stepping outside of His truth because I have set Him aside. But if we are going to obey God, Chambers says, we must not prevent the suffering of another. We must let the cost be paid. And I would interject this question. For those who truly love you, have you noticed that they allow that to happen in your life? They encourage you. Yes, they bless you. They pray for you. They may give you uh, some help and things from time to time. But they also are willing to speak that truth in love. They're willing to allow you to go through the difficulty. We must let the cost be paid. Our human pride entrenches itself on this point, And we say, I will never accept anything from anyone. We will have to, or we will disobey God. We have no right to expect to be in any other relation than our Lord himself was in, and you can see that in Luke 8, uh, verses 2 and 3. Jesus, and like, just like there with Simon in Luke chapter 23, verse 26, Christ's obedience to God laid the cross on Simon. 
The devotional goes on to say, stagnation in spiritual life comes when we say we will bear the whole thing ourselves. We cannot. We are so involved in the universal purposes of God that immediately when we obey God, others are affected. Are we going to remain loyal in our obedience to God and go through the humiliation of refusing to be independent? Or are we going to take the other line and say, I will not cost other people suffering. We can disobey God if we choose. And it will bring immediate relief to the situation. And that's the rub in our discipleship and in our teachings in many of our churches. But Chambers says, but we shall be a grief to our Lord. That's sad. Whereas if we obey God, he will look after those who have been pressed into the consequences of our obedience. We have simply to obey and to leave all consequences with him. Now that takes faith, right? That's what faith is. I don't know, or I really think this is not going to turn out well for them, and they're not going to like it. They may not like me. But the first and only question that truly matters is, am I lovingly obeying you? I want to share with you how this Devo impacted me and how I see it impacted many in discipleship and the great lack thereof and in church teaching and what we've talked about before as this message blatantly exposes what we've called and what Dr. Vaudi Bauckham calls affective theology. Here are two key points that often cause us in the flesh to be more concerned about how others will respond and react or what it will cost them and it causes us to share a message that is much less and oftentimes void of God's truth. Number one, image. We're often more concerned about what others think of us, of our faith, of God's word and how it impacts them than we are of caring about getting God's truth through to them. We think that a partial truth will do the job, and the enemy loves that. If it costs them too much, for me to be obedient, to live and share his truth, then maybe God's okay with me giving my lesser version that doesn't require as much of them. How sad and yet how prevalent in today's churches and teachings. And secondly, this leads to a greater problem which, in which we care more about how they are affected effective theology by the lesson or principle in his truth. So we step in and play what Oswald Chambers in other places calls amateur providences. We're playing little gods. As we'll find in other devotionals in this series, he talks about this, but this is one of the places I think it really shows up. Once again, when we do so, we may shield them from the pain or consequences of our obedience and adherence to God's truth but we do so not only at their peril, but ours as well. Trust in God requires us to be fully obedient and risk all in our faith, leaving the consequences to him because he can be fully trusted. This not only includes the consequences in our lives, but what it will cost others as we choose to obey him completely. And they're going to need to know that as a disciple so they can do the same thing. I've had to do this often as I've grown in the Lord, and it's cost me friendships and relationships. I can honestly say, though, that every single person who ultimately sought and found the Lord, found the Lord, I was reunited with them in a relationship far deeper and better than what we had before. Proverbs sums it up 
uh, this devotional like this. Faithful are the wounds from a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Why? Because the wounds are rooted in truths that help and heal, while the kisses are, kisses are covered with what only harms and destroys. Now, back to the devotional to sum it up and close out why this is so important. Oswald Chambers makes this poignant statement to close out this thought with this warning. Beware of the inclination to dictate to God as to what you will allow to happen if you obey him. And I add this parenthesis in your life and even in others. Here's our food for thought. There are certainly stages of wisdom and action as we mature in Christ through his word and by his Holy Spirit. This includes not only our faith in counting the cost to us, but also recognizing that it will cost others and they likely will not like it at all. Don't second guess God. Love him by obeying him and let him be responsible for the consequences of his perfect truth. It may not be easy. The consequences may not, may not even feel good, but he is always good and we can always trust him for ourselves and for others. Love in action. I have to spend time with God and his word and prayer and listening to him every day and begin with the scriptures in this message. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. Number three, journal about a time when you were given advice that was lacking because the truth would have been painful. What did you learn? Number four, journal about a time when you were given advice that was painful, but was truthful and ultimately helpful. What did you learn there? Tomorrow's Family Foundation with our good friend, uh, Family Foundation Friday, I should say, with our good friend David Walls. So join us and ask others to join us as well. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter next at 1245. Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.